Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And we're excited to be here. Listen, thanks for checking in. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And G, this feels good. We're knocking them out, huh? Knocking them out. All right, listen, we were off for some time. This is our second show back, and we got mm -hmm. a lot of energy. I know. I, I, Gigi, I got a lot of energy. Born ready to go. I'm ready to go because <laughs> I, I'm excited to be next to my partner. Listen, you know? I, I miss you, man. I miss you, too. I mean, Gigi and I, we, we stated to you guys, we get together weekly, but we missed a few weeks because we've been so busy doing our independent mm -hmm. things. And mm -hmm. so we haven't had that time. Yes, we haven't had that time to, you know, just... To, just to connect. Just to connect. So, so. We, 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 so you, you're seeing it live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're reconnecting right <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, right now. absolutely. Yes. And listen, so this is important because uh, I know I get hit up and they say, Teef, I'm interested in being on the show or I have a story to tell. And that's great. So here's, here's the reply. If you would like to be on the platform, please email us. Uh, there it is on the bottom. Teefgg at gmail.com. Teefgg at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Our platform is very simple. We just want you to tell your story. Tell your story. That's it. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a story, a very interesting story. And if we can use our platform to bring some light to your program, your life, work, yeah. whatever, whatever we can do, we want to do it. All right. That's so, right. so we're excited. So G. Yeah. Um, like you said. How have you been? Okay, so I've been extremely busy. Yeah. Um, family things. Yeah, yeah. Um trying to go back to okay looking at going to dallas for thanksgiving okay yeah daughters in dallas or yeah. going to columbus ohio for christmas so we're trying to figure it out which okay. way we're gonna go All right. what the uh, we're gonna, gonna do be. with that uh in regards to but you know what i've been doing around my house so it's fall time mm -hmm. and just like you Gigi loves taking care of her yard as I well do. okay that's one of my things yeah. and you know that's my thing i know <laughs> so i've been doing a lot of cleaning yeah, uh yeah. bringing a lot of stuff out putting it on the curb uh, try to get the grass right for the fall because you know mm -hmm. you got everybody coming mm -hmm. by and et cetera, et cetera. And um, just doing a lot of house cleaning, just yeah. uh, really uh, getting, getting the house ready, getting the, getting the house ready because I'm going to tell you, G, yeah. 2024, I'm excited. You ready? I got a lot of great things that I'm going to fill you in mm -hmm. and then I'm going to fill the world in on 2024. So I'm excited. All right. I'm, All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, so tell me what's going on with you. Let's see. So I'll tell you, in my family, October is a big birthday month. Oh, okay. okay. Right? And so, I mean, I have a my sister, Susel, my niece, Susel. My nephew Amori, my um, let's see, my dad oh, turned seventy five this year. Ooh, baby boomer, baby boomer, big celebration. So we did all of that. Um, I got a new uh, nephew. Oh, congratulations! That was born September thirtieth. Nice, nice. Um, my brand new uh, nephew Christian, and then my my daughter's birthday is september 27th my mother-in-law's birthday is like the week before like so we're like birthday big big and family. let me tell you if anybody knows my family we celebrate some birthdays. they got a big family we get together and we love on each other so my father-in-law's birthday is the day before my mother-in-law's birthday in september oh. so we just it's been celebration after celebration and i've loved it 
Um, and just really just getting ready, much like you said, getting ready for the season to change. Absolutely. Getting absolutely. ready for that. I feel really excited for 2024. So who's hosting Thanksgiving this year at your house? So we, we switch often between my brother, um, Jason, and my house. And okay. last year we did it at his house. We It might be at my house this okay. year. All right. We'll we'll see. And we do it potluck style. So potluck, yeah. Everybody <laughs> brings something. Uh, but we we have a good. Oh, so, that's G, one of my favorites. what are we doing in the summertime? It's always at my house. And everybody. What we do a potluck, a potluck stop. Everybody brings yeah. something to the cookout, right? Yeah, and we, we sure have a do. great time. I had a good time this past oh, year. Oh, a lot of laughs, a lot, a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs, a lot of good Adam, games. Adam, Adam, comes with the games. My husband came this year and it just shook everybody's world. Everybody's uh, Adam, preparing uh, for next year to try to beat my husband. Yeah, Adam's <laughs> the chair. No one is expecting Adam to win that game. Truly he was master. like, it's like, what the yeah, heck? yeah. Uh, listen, good excited. Time. We got a great show in front of you. I hope you guys are ready. Mm -hmm. You ready? Here we go. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm T. And I'm Gigi. Gee, look, I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen look from around got. the world, from around the state, we have Mr. John Vigliotti, better known as... Mr. V. Everyone knows Mr. V. Mr. V, welcome to the show. Welcome to the welcome. show. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, we are excited to have you. We are extremely... Listen, I said your name before the show, and our producer was sitting there, and he goes... He said, wait a minute. Mr. V? You know, <laughs> you, you know Mr. V? I'm like, everyone, I've yeah, been telling Gigi, yeah. everyone knows Mr. V, especially around uh, the greater New Haven area. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're excited to have you. I'm going to tell you, tell the world your background. But you asked Gigi a question off camera. What did you ask her? I think I asked her where she went to school. He said, where are you from? I don't know you, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> Not a direct quote. So I, I'm also from New Haven. I went went to uh, Whippercross High School, graduated class of 92 with my brother over here, That's Chief right. Roberts. So I, but I was not an athlete, so I'm under your radar. You, 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 you missed, you missed meeting me, and I missed meeting you. And you went to middle school where? I went to middle school. So here, here, here's my resume. I went to Benjamin Jepson, that closed down. Went to Quinnipiac Elementary. Then I went to Conti Arts Magnet School, which then closed down, and then I went. It became Betsy Ross, and then I went on to Wilbur Cross. And then she went. Well, to I the just missed you because I was the principal. At Jepson and Quinnipiac. Oh, my goodness. No, not at Jepson, because Jepson, well, Jepson before it was the big school. I was when it was a little brick house on Quinnipiac Avenue. Yeah, that's where I was, 94 to 2003. Oh, yeah. But that, you were already out of school by then. Yeah. Well, we're yes. going to go back even before that, yes. because we met in the 80s, but you were around long before that. So mm -hmm. uh, let, we want to get into your story, Mr. V. So uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes. Um, I felt that you have such an amazing story because you have touched so many lives. And, and that's honestly, I want to give you your flowers while I have you on camera. Let me tell you, how, first of all, how I ran into Mr. V. Yes, yeah. So our friend, high school friend, Jermaine Gambrell, was coming into town. Uh -huh. And he said, Teeth, I'm going to be in town for like two, three days. Let's mm -hmm. get together for uh, lunch or breakfast. I said, sure. Mm -hmm. So we go out to North Haven. And as soon as we walk in, who do I see? Oh, Mr. V. Yeah. And he jumps up and he's the same exact personality from when you were a kid. So much love. He's, yeah. oh my goodness, give me a hug. How you been? How's everything going? Listen, let's get together. Are you going to call me? He gives you his business card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said, call me. Are you going to call me? Let's have, let's have lunch. <laughs> so I said, V, I want to do one better. I said, I would love to have you on the podcast, yes. et cetera, et cetera. 
And he says, sure, let's do it. Share the wealth. That way I get to meet you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so V, let's go back through the process. Okay. Uh, so where are you originally from? Actually, I was born around the corner from Jepson okay. on Fairmont Avenue. Oh my. Uh, until about the age of two when uh, my folks moved, my folks moved myself. I was the uh, uh, first child. My sister came around when I was close to nine years old, born in North Haven. But I moved out to the Monoese section of North Haven okay. and did all my schooling there. And to be honest with you, being in a largely majority community, uh, I realized there was more to this world than North Haven. Yeah. Right. So uh, as a result, um, ended up back in New Haven, actually uh, uh, been married 45 years, been in New Haven for 45 Congratulations. years. Congratulations. That's, that's an um, achievement. Yes. But to uh, make a long story short, uh, my next door neighbor in North Haven was Mr. Pat Tonello, who uh, became an assi a super assistant superintendent, district uh, supervisor, public schools, longtime principal at uh, Prince and then Bishop Woods. Mm -hmm. And as a young guy, I would see him, uh, just the effect he had on kids. He, I would go to Prince School with him, okay. 10, 11 years old, spend the day. He would charge the kids 25 cents to come in on a Saturday. And he had uh, Jimmy Wolf, uh, yeah, longtime hoop coach at Hill House, and then his ed teacher at Prince. He would have him man the gym, and then he would have a reel-to-reel -reel movie with popcorn oh, wow. and soda and ice cream. And he would do this every Saturday. And um, uh, make a long story short, we would uh, uh, go to it and hang out there. And we probably would be, myself and his son, Mark, were probably the only two white kids there. <laughs> and uh, befriended a lot of the Prince kids and just saw the impact that he had on the community. And this was all volunteer on a Saturday. Right. And then we would go around the city with my friend Mark's dad, Pat, Danello, and wherever we went, it was yo, Mr. D. Mr. D. And I would say to myself, my, wherever we go, People it's know. powerful. This mm -hmm. guy knows everybody. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, 20-odd uh, years later, it would be yo, Mr. V. Yo, there you Mr. go. There v. you go. Uh, as, <laughs> as I had, uh, he was my mentor. He got me in the school system and had chances to go other places and uh, somehow or another spent 37 and a half years in New Haven. Wow. Okay. And, uh, so well spent and really would have continued had the insurance for the school administrators not taken a turn for the worst. Mm. So I don't so want to left that 37 and a half years. So I don't want to go too far, Mr. V. I want to back up a little because I want you to tell your story in increments. So okay, so you, you said you is two you and your sister, you were born in New Haven, grew up in North Haven. Did you go to North Haven High as well? Did you stay in North went right. to North Haven High? Okay. Did you play any sports? Yeah, a little baseball, a little basketball. Okay, right. okay, okay. Now, what kind of student were you? Because uh, Gigi was a, uh, a student. Bright, bright, but not that focused. Okay. And uh, eight years later, my sister came along, and of course, she was focused. She ah. she had got together. I was playful, talkative, and uh, haven't changed a bit. <laughs> she showed you how to, how to get it done. Well, she did get it done, and yeah. to be honest with you, most people couldn't believe she was my sister. Because <laughs> wow. I was uh, more interested in hustling people 
for some spare change in the gym <laughs> and uh, attending all my classes. Now, now, where'd you go to on undergrad after you graduated from North Haven High? Where'd you go to undergrad? I went to Central Connecticut. Oh, in the Central, okay. Up in New Britain. Absolutely, mm -hmm, absolutely, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, okay. up in New Britain. I was a phys ed and history major, education, and uh, myself and a couple buddies, we ran all the intramurals uh, at the school. Okay. At from Central. an early, mm -hmm. at Central. Mm -hmm. And uh, majored in PE, wanted to coach, wanted to teach, and uh, then was lucky enough to get in back into New Haven after college. Uh, Pat Danello again got me in for twenty dollars a day, okay. no sick days, no benefits, <laughs> uh, teaching fifty phys ed classes a week. Fifty, at, just, uh, just paying dues, just paying dues. Yeah, well, my buddy did it for three years. I did it for one, oh. and then the next year I got a whopping ninety-five hundred dollars a year. And a, a little after that, I was actually eligible for welfare. Oh, uh, that's how bad the salary was. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Wow. Wife really? was home with three kids. Uh, excuse me. Was home with two kids at the time. We have four. And at that time, uh, we were eligible for welfare. And that spurred my interest in becoming a realtor. Oh. And so for the last 43 years, I've sold real estate. And that was to make ends meet because the... Uh, teaching so many of my teaching colleagues left teaching yeah to go into some other field yeah. but um so, so that's kind of a quick summary yeah uh, no i don't want a quick summary years. i want to i want a story i don't want a quick summary i want the whole <laughs> i want the whole enchilada so well, so okay so did, 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 go ahead did the four years at central yeah and then soon after got a master's in exercise science at mm. southern okay and soon after that got a uh Sixth year in uh, school administration. Wow. All dude. the while selling the real estate, all the while coaching uh, first in North Haven High men. And I am just about to enter my 39th year coaching women. See, I didn't know any uh, of this. Yeah. That's why, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm slowly going through the process because it's a lot of guys that, that are watching this that know Mr. V, like our producer, but we don't know the, the entire story because I'm sitting here saying you're known for basketball. Most of the guys that grew up in our state or in the New Haven area, everyone knows Mr. V as mm -hmm. a, he plays ball with everyone. Yeah. I did not know you coach. So you coached at, you coach at North Haven, you said? North Haven High and then six years, the Lee girls. For basketball. Which is now defunct. Lee, yeah, basketball. Wow. And then 12 years at Southern mm. and 10 years at Quinnipiac. Didn't know that. I know. I don't so think a I'm, lot of people. I want to take it even a, a bit further because you've got some intimate knowledge. Like you know a bit more about yes. Mr. V. When all these all the folks that know you, how do they know you? What was the relationship? What what is it that you were doing in and around New Haven? Like how is it that everybody gets to say, "Hey, Mr. V," what was going on? Well, I spent um, my off hours. My good friend Joe Cancinella, the former. Uh, head of PE and uh, athletics in New Haven, mm -hmm. and then the head of the Coaches Association for the CIAC. September 15th was a sad day. He went out to play some racquetball, and that was his demise. He collapsed on the floor, and Joe was the rec director in Westville, then the boys club director, and then a principal, and then eventually the athletic director. But I did, uh, I worked for, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years in the Westville Rec Department, running programs at Sheridan and Davis. Oh. 
Uh, and so I got to know kids there. There's, there's and simultaneously, I was teaching at Sheridan. Yes, he was. Uh, teaching a, uh, basically an exercise science, life science, sex ed, uh, drugs and substance abuse yeah. course that I kind of put together. At that time, whatever book was in your closet, well, that was the curriculum. Mm -hmm. The science department didn't have a set curriculum. I had a lot of kids that were at risk. Mm -hmm. So I tried to teach areas of education that would benefit them at 13 years old. So like a life skills class for, for middle school. Yeah, life skills. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, there was a half it. dozen of us in the city teaching sex ed. Mm -hmm. And we had numerous occasions to have kids with STDs, mm -hmm. unwanted pregnancies. Mm -hmm. And yet I don't think we were doing the what we needed to do as the school system right. to, to support their needs. So I was kind of all over the place and trying to keep a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, and then eventually, actually, Joe Canzanella spurred me, says, V, you got all this energy and we have a lot of school administrators who have little energy or no energy. Mm -hmm. You need to become a school administrator. So I never thought I was going to do that, but I ended up in that realm. And then, believe it or not, it took me about six years, a very political front that I was battling to get into becoming an administrator. Wow. It took me about six years to make the move and get selected. And a large part of it had to do with uh, uh, Judge Norcott, who helped me oh, network. Yes. Uh, Althea Norcott, his wife. Great, great people. Uh, Clifton Graves. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Know these folks. And uh, Joe himself, and then my good friend, Dr. Joyner, Eddie Joyner. Mm -hmm. uh, all great people. All great people. All yes. friends of the show. All yeah. well, great people. Dr. Joyner's, I had his kids, and I had his son, Eddie, yeah. who was a tad playful back in the day, but a bright guy. <laughs> and I kind of mentored him through his middle school years. And today, 30 years later, we're still best of buddies. Hi. So. Eddie mentioned to me, his dad, if I can ever help you. And after trying to do it on my own for about five years, I had coffee with Eddie and Eddie said, I'll see what I can do. And he got me a few meaningful interviews, one at Martin Luther King and one at Jepson. And uh, I actually was chosen at both schools and I ended up at Jepson. All right. Wow, wow. Sometimes you need a little help in the end. Absolutely. Need, that's oh, without a doubt. Mr. V so was I've known. So I tried to return excuse me, Latif, I've tried to return the favor. Uh, a lot of people say if I ever, some, somebody helps me, I'm going to pass it on. Uh, most people don't pass it on. Yeah, They kind of yep. get stuck in themselves. Mm -hmm. So I'll make a long story short, I basically have lived my life uh, throughout trying to lend and try to be there for other folks. Paying it and forward. Mm -hmm. trying to do the right thing when nobody's looking. I always mm -hmm. say that's the true measure of integrity. That's integrity. It's what you do when no one's looking. Because when people are around, you can put a little dog and pony show on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mr. V was known as, back in the day in the 80s in his prime, he was the cool teacher. You know how you always got, am I right, Kay? The, the, the guy right. who'll give it v, to you straight. I'm like, the, well, he just mentioned Kay, and that's Mr. K. Mr. K, uh -huh. Mr. K, yeah, yeah. Was, oh, rest he in he peace. Was, uh, mm -hmm. I, think, I think we helped each other, but he was, uh, uh, passed away a few years back. Oh. But he he really was the Babe Ruth of uh, oh, school administrators. Right? <laughs> yeah, so cool. Mr. K. Mr. So cool. was truly yes. the best, and spent many many years at Troop. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So so Mr. V. Okay. So you became an administrator, but all this coaching you did at Southern, you were a, a assistant coach in the eighties. 
while we were in school? I was an assistant coach from 85 to 97. And for um, 13 years while I was a school administrator, I continued to coach at Southern and Quinnipiac. Okay. And uh, I was able to tailor my hours so that I would miss a little bit, but I was able to do be basically uh, – uh, I wasn't paid full-time, but I was pretty much full-time coach at both universities for 22 years. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. Never wanting to become the head coach. Never. Okay, okay. Just satisfied being a support piece. There you yeah. go. Okay. And so real estate, at this time, you have real estate going on as well because you said you, you – went into real estate over 40 something years ago. So you were yeah, doing 1980 real estate. to 2023. Wow. I'm still waiting for you to purchase that mansion on the, uh, the water down. <laughs> in working on it. He's working we were, on, we're working on it. We're working on it. I'm kind of happy where I am, I am though. I love my house. <laughs> yeah, leave, leave Connecticut if you can a little cheaper. Okay. We'll okay. not, we'll not talk about that because yes. we're both getting slammed by Connecticut taxes. Oh, but. So that's what the, Whole other but, you know, Mr. V, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, listening to this interview and, and which the, the impact that you had on a lot of kids at Sheridan from our generation mm -hmm. in the 80s, it's a lot in common that with another uh, individual from the New Harbor area mm -hmm. that we definitely got to have on the show is Mr. Jackson. So I'm listening Wyatt Jackson. Yeah. You and Mr. Jackson have similar uh, background in regards to the mentorship that you had mm -hmm. towards students and kids that really look up to you. You can't. If anyone sees Mr. Jackson, they lose their mind. You know okay. Mr. Jackson? I don't, I Kareem don't know. Jackson's father? You know, I'm not well, an athlete, so I okay. missed out on all those Well, that's how Mr. Moments. V is yeah. out of Sheridan. He's the same way. People mm -hmm. see Mr. V, they get excited. Well, yeah, Wyatt, Wyatt and Wyatt's wife, and a very close colleague of mine, Annie Jackson. Absolutely. Taught phys ed, and then we team taught science for years up on the second floor in Sheridan. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Wyatt hasn't changed a bit. Wyatt's, I kid him. I say, why you still have your boyish figure? Uh, <laughs> you got about a thirty-inch waist. Not a not an interesting claim. We used to call him Walter um, Payton. <laughs> oh wow! But uh, yeah, no, I, 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 my wife and I both, uh, for many years, would house kids that were at risk overnight. Okay. Wow. They might be, and, and you know, it was the. Uh, it was a tough go because you know, I really didn't have the wherewithal to adopt the kids. Mm -hmm. But if they were having a tough time, and I'm not sure you could do that today, mm -hmm. there'd be too many naysayers. So many liabilities saying, and yes, risks oh and accusations. You know, um, it's a lot. You we, take big risk. Mm -hmm. We had kids stay over the house many, many times, many nights yeah. when at home might have been at risk or even a parent might ask, gee, I'm by my, I have to work or this or that. And uh, we would have kids over the years um, nights during the week, normally, maybe a night over the weekend, mm -hmm. two, three nights in a row at times, largely from Sheridan. Because mm. there were, and uh, and I was always tuned into the kids' teaching that weren't folding their hands, the kids that might have been acting up or might have been calling out and, and were in need. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And um, even when kids struggled and got into arguments, even maybe had a minor little pushing and shoving match. I don't think I ever sent anybody to the office. Yeah, I would sit them down afterwards. Sometimes I'd walk through the hole in the fence and back of Sheridan and go to the McDonald's. We'd get a 39 cent Sunday and we'd sit and try to settle some things and try to smooth things over. Yeah. And that just with my principals, John Courtmunch, uh, Lou Puglisi and Bobby Kennelly were smart enough. Oh. Great guy. To know that I was not all there and I was out, I was kind of out of the box. Mm -hmm. 
but I was effective. Yeah. So they saw me taking four kids to McDonald's at 11 o'clock in the morning. There you go. They just let it go. Yeah. Um, what a tremendous foundation of love. Like, is that, that's what I'm hearing. This foundation of love, it risks it, whatever it risks, but you do it out of love. And you, and that's why you're getting these flowers now because people have acknowledged that. That's Absolutely. what it's, I mean, just tremendous. Everybody doesn't do that. And I know, you know, so I, I don't know. I didn't know you from back then, but I thank you on behalf of those that you did that for. Everybody doesn't get that. Absolutely. Yeah. And we also did uh, a little coaching at, at uh, Sheridan. Yeah. Like for 15 years, I coached the boys baseball team. Oh. Uh, uh, Joe again was direct director, Joe Canzanella. And we played at the end, we were traveling with a city van and playing 30 to 35 games mm. each spring. Okay. Might culminate in a trip to Yankee Stadium, yeah. Fenway, uh, Cooperstown to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. But uh, and I have to really thank Joe Cans. He found the wherewithal. He found the services. He found the money, and uh, he knew my heart was in the right place. And he joined me on many of these trips. Yeah. Uh, and to date, I mean, actually, yesterday I was out. I don't know. You may know the Great Boys. You may know. Uh, Mr. Great, who ran the uh, barbecue. Joe Great. On the oh, Joe, Joe Great. Great. Joe, Great. Oh. Well, yeah. Joe yeah. Great's grandsons <laughs> at Jepson. Wow. And in the early years, 30 years ago, I would pick them up quite often to bring them to breakfast. And the, the cycle kind of revolved itself and came full circle yesterday when they invited me out to Pop's restaurant in Milford. And they took me out. Yeah. And now they're, of course, in their 30s. And, but, uh, and then living in the community, so many teachers, um, I mean, years ago, slang term, they used to call it white flight. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And, but black, white, or green, a lot of people would scoot out of the city at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, my wife taught a troop for Mr. K. Mm. And we all lived, and we still live up in Westville. Mm -hmm. Um, around the corner from Judge Norcott and we've all been here for 40 I've been here for 43 years wow. and we so on as being part of the community you see the kids at church supermarket mm -hmm. the little league games and I used to try to tell my student teachers even if you only go for five minutes go down to Pop Smith over near Bowen Field yeah go down to Farnham House and show yourself show your face yeah. go to uh Dee Dee's dance recital yeah Buy a ticket, yeah. spend a half hour. You're going to make more points with those kids. Yeah. Your classes will be easier. There'll be a learning situation that will be set for you all because you spent 10 minutes and maybe bought a kid a hot dog. Yeah. Of which I wouldn't espouse because hot dogs are not too good for you. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just showing up. You're right. but, but and, and being in the community, right? that's such a major piece of it. Everybody, I, I mean, you need to teach teach a class on that. I hope you're still mentoring student teachers. Well, I used to teach a. I used to go into Southern Connecticut when the head coach Tony Barone would invite me in for at Southern to uh, go into a intro to phys ed, and basically mm -hmm. uh, the story and the talk was that what you could do with a college degree, and basically I would go in and uh, and I do that at Sacred Heart also in the education mm -hmm. classes down in Fairfield. But basically to show people it's more than the book. And right. uh, early on, my four classes that I had, because I, I had one less than most, because I did a lot of extracurricular stuff. First day of class, I would take the book and throw it out the window. Mm. 
for all four classes, I said, this book is meaningless unless we have each other's back. Mm -hmm. There's going to be days, you know, I coach, I'm going to come in at two in the morning from New Hampshire. I'm not going to be with it. I'm going to need your support. Mm -hmm. There's going to be days you had a bad day. You forgot the homework. You got trouble at home. So we got to, and to be honest with you, that was how I set the foundation. And then you have to live it though. You just can't say it. Uh, It has a bad day. I'd have them take the test the next day. Yeah. Or if I quiz the kids and they all knew the material, the next day I'd bring ice cream in and say, we're not taking the test. You passed yesterday. Wow. And again, I have to thank the, the administrators <clears throat> because what I did uh, was nothing you would see in a methods class at the university level. Mm-hmm. It was just people focused, people oriented. Mm-hmm. And it took off like a grass fire. Mm-hmm. And to this day, uh took me about an hour to get a quart of milk at the local stop and shop. Because uh, you just bump into all sorts of folks Absolutely. from the lineage mm-hmm. that you were part of in the school system. That so Public, mm-hmm. uh, we have four kids. They all went to Cross. They all went to West Hills. They, and they all are successful college degreed, married kids, and uh, really have a, a lot of the formative support and direction the kids got was from the schools. Yeah. Uh, and Wilbur Cross was wonderful. That's so right. we were classes in 99, 2001, 2004, and 2010. So we spent about uh, 15 solid years at Cross. Wow. Well, they know, I'm quite sure they know or knew or, yeah, they know who their father is when they were at Wilbur Cross. So, I mean, you're a pillar. You're a legacy. Everyone knows Mr. Well, let's, let's just say uh, try to do the job and not hurt anybody. That's it. Uh, and uh, if no you harm. did, if you did, may have a misstep, uh, and the kids can see this. The best thing you can do is say, "My bad." Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, let, and that, that makes you know instead of trying to beat it down that you were in the right and use your size, mm-hmm. not so mm-hmm. much your size, your size position. And position. Of power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, make a long story short, I, you know, it's one step, two steps forward. Excuse me. And one step back, that's kind of the uh, mm-hmm. root of the philosophy. Mm-hmm. And to not count any kids out, because largely, Good. even the te- I had some great teachers, but they would have a, a little pigeonholed idea of what a kid could achieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of just letting them be themselves, and then they take off. Yeah. And it, unfortunately, and then a lot of teachers I had, unfortunately, uh, myself included, possibly at the beginning, we taught the way we best learned. Mm-hmm. That might be one of the four learning styles. So the kids that were active and focused and good with the other three, you may be their hands-on or verbal or written. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make a long story short, most teachers will teach and formulate their lessons based on how according they to the best, standards yeah. and the best way they learn. Mm-hmm. So they lose seventy percent of the kids. Yeah, yeah. And I used to push that as a school administrator: step out, get out of the box, and try to reach all the kids in the class. Mm-hmm. And the kids that folded their hands and got A scores, I used to tell the teachers, we don't need you for them. We need you for the ones that are crawling across Struggling. the desk, yeah. sleeping, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But uh, the course I slept through was psychology, and that was probably the most important course I probably ever took at Central. <laughs> and of course, I wasn't focused. But once you get into the school system, you get a, a real-life lesson. You get lesson a crash course lesson on psychology. That's yeah. what it's about. I was a classroom and, uh, teacher also, Mr. V. Everything you're saying is resonating with me. And where did you teach? I taught at John Martinez School. I taught fifth grade. And then I taught in Hamden. I taught at Church Street School, fifth grade as well. 
Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Yes. Yeah, Martinez was uh, my last nine years I spent supervising PE. And Martinez is one of the few schools that has a swimming, swimming pool. pool. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I was there regularly okay. uh, pushing that. And also the last 10, 15 years. And to this day, I've been part of the uh, wellness committee. Um, mm -hmm. And largely the city I was not doing the best job they could have been doing teaching health. Mm -hmm. It's only the last 10 or 15 years that mm -hmm. they've started to hire actually certified health teachers. Mm -hmm. um, so during your years, you really didn't get the health background that was necessary. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now due to a lot of people being a pain, uh, myself included, being a thorn in the side of the city, there's some more effective health instruction that's taking place. Yeah. I was thinking when you were telling the story earlier about what you were doing in terms of health instruction, you were an innovator because people weren't doing that. What you talked uh, not, about with not that I knew what I was doing. That's <laughs> well, something that I winged, but but, uh, but understood the relevance <laughs> and the importance of it, right? And so I think that's still so critical that you were pushing the pushing that needle forward. Well, two, kudos to two of my fellow educators, Annette Betry um, and Mary Harrison. I team taught with both of them, the mm -hmm. sex ed piece. Yeah. And they were more uh, to the norm and to the standard. And I was out there, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. But it, it was a nice balance. And we had all the kids. And uh, hopefully we prevented some issues. I think there still are and were some issues. Mm -hmm. But I, th I like to say we, we provided a quality education mm -hmm. piece that was largely uh, from a core curriculum that was developed by Annette Betry through the Yale Teachers Institute mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. Yeah, so this is, going back, <laughs> this is going back uh, early 80s to mid 90s. Mm -hmm. okay. So Mr. V, and we got, I left. I'm sorry, we have five ahead, more minutes sir. from our producer. We have five more minutes. So uh, before we end, I wanna talk about possibly the real estate a little bit. So you say you went into real estate. You wanna tell us a little about that before we end this? Uh, yeah, 1980. Uh, a realtor we were using was a rather dishonest and uh, we actually bought the house we're in and it happened to be his listing okay. and I was his buyer as well. So he got the, both ends of the commission hmm. and we bid on the house and I never forget. I said, house was 51.9. I said, we'll bid 52. He said, 51.9 will do it. Meaning he knew the other two offers uh -huh. and he was basically not ethical yeah and i didn't realize it till after the fact i said let me take a course and then and i took the course and passed it then i took the state exam which is pretty difficult didn't wasn't sure i passed it on the way out the door but i did and it, for the last 43 years um i have been meandering around the real estate scene and uh to date 50 percent of whatever my wife and i bring in the real estate we give to our four kids. Wow. Uh, at, at this point, as long as I have a Dunkin' Donut gift card <laughs> at the <heat laughs> <of> the gym, <laughs> uh, that's about all we need. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, v, you're so that's, amazing. Like, and it, it basically filled in all the gaps because li literally we were eligible for welfare. Trying and to make I it had three system. college degrees. Mm -hmm. And my wife had a college degree and we were, able, we were eligible for welfare. So what are the families out there doing that are just GEDs, high school ed, Struggling. didn't go to mm -hmm. school after that. How are they making it? Right, right. With miles to feed and uh, maybe in a housing project. So 
you try to lend yourself and get yourself out there and be genuine. Yeah. And you don't have to wave your flag because uh, I'm not one to do so. More often than not, as a school administrator, if I came up with a program or did something, I gave the accolades to my teachers. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Don't need the accolades. Uh, unfortunately, the in the yeah. city, but unfortunately in the city, when you're waving your flag, there's always a five or 10% of the community looking to shoot it out of your hand. <laughs> How about so that? <laughs> there's always a naysayer or jealous person. Yeah. So you just, just leave it alone and mm-hmm. do the work and the kids know. And that's yeah. the bottom line. Absolutely. Beautiful. Mr. V, again, thank you so much for coming on. On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Mr. V, have a great night. Thank Thanks again. So Thanks much. for coming on. God bless you, and thank you for God putting up with me. You. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Oh, oh, great guy, huh? You said it. A you great said guy. It. And when our producer was like, "Wait a minute," yes, is yes. it that V? Yes. Yeah, that's everything it. he spoke about. Just caring about the kids. Just heart. Just work that is heart work. He's one of those yeah. people at our age. We mm-hmm. see now. We mm-hmm. still look at him as Mr. V. You yeah. know, he's you run into him and you're gonna have so much respect for him. You yeah. you're eager to say, "Hey, how you doing? How's it going?" Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he's gonna be the same way. He's just yeah. gonna pull you in. I love so, it. I love it. Such a great guy, Gigi. Another great episode. Great episode. Thanks for bringing him on. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Next week we got a a true legend on. So I'm excited. You let's, know, next let's week. Let's buckle in. Let's All get right. ready. Mm. On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Have a great night, guys. Take care.